Okay, we're going to 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41. Let me actually, before I read, let me just give you some context about, because I, I know so many people are new to church, new to faith. Maybe you just you never read the Bible before. Let me paint a picture and let you know the characters in the background before I read some amazing scriptures today. We are going to the old school, Old Testament today, and I'm going powerful prophet Elijah. Put in the chat, if you know an Elijah, shout out their last name. Maybe they were named after this wonderful prophet, Elijah. In the Old Testament, there's a prophet named Elijah. He comes on the scene, and he is angry with God's people. He says, y'all have turned your back on God, and you've stopped following his ways, and this angers God so much, so he prophesies a drought. He says, we're not going to have any rain in this land for over three years. So he's so upset at God's people that he says, y'all are not going to get any blessing because you've turned your back on God. Are you grateful that we are in the New Testament and we are in Christ, that even when we turn our back on God, anybody thankful that you're not under a drought? Anybody thankful that even when you are faithless, God remains faithful? Anybody thankful that Jesus came and died for your shortcomings so when you turn your back, you don't have to go through drought season? This is Old Testament. This is old school. This is before Christ. And Elijah's like, y'all are getting a drought. This is like the Clippers' whole lifestyle. And so, y'all, no rain, three years. So he prophesies, and he's actually just like kind of the only guy that's serving God. Maybe you feel like you're the only guy, only girl that's serving God in your workplace, only person serving God in your neighborhood. Maybe you feel like you're the only person serving God in your city. Don't you worry. Elijah was that guy. So Elijah goes up against all these false prophets and he's like come on this is i love elijah he's like all y'all versus me this is like me versus my kids all of y'all versus me your god versus my god so he brings all these false prophets together and um and, 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 he, and, he, and he actually taunts them i love a little holy confidence i love somebody that's a little braggadacious about god because i think when god shows up he shows off so Elijah starts talking trash against all these false prophets. And he's like, where's your God? Is he on the toilet? Where's your God? Is he taking a nap? Where you, where you God at? Where you God at? But Elijah puts before God all this preparation for a fire. And the Bible says when he prays, God immediately answers his prayer. So I want to encourage some people today. Sometimes God will answer your prayer right then and there. I grew up with a mom that was always praying for a parking spot. We pull in the parking lot of Trader Joe's. My mom's like, Jesus, we need a parking spot. We find a parking spot. She's like, God answers prayer. I'm like, no, mom, that's called good timing. That's called being lucky. That's not God. Sometimes God will answer your prayer right away. And sometimes God will delay in his reply for his perfect timing to be revealed. So Elijah says, God, I need you right here, right now. Show up. The fire consumes. The false prophets go away. Just want to remind you, we got to pray with passion because sometimes God's going to show up in the hospital today. He's going to show up in your finances today. He's going to show up in America today. Come on, clap right there in your house if you need God to show up here and now. So Elijah, he calls for God to show up against these false prophets and it's just like, boom, God shows up. Aren't you really grateful for the times that he does show up right away? It's like every once in a while, it's like, man, I was praying for that yesterday. And are you telling me the next day he answered my prayer that fast? Remember the Bible says in Isaiah, his ways 
are above your ways. His thoughts are above your thoughts. And you never know when or how or why God will answer your prayers. It's like he prays, boom, fire. It's like, whoa, that was fast. This is like a Postmates that actually works. Boom, answered prayer. He leaves this, um, this victory in prayer. And um, again, three years of drought. And all of a sudden, because of this victory, he feels there's a shift in the Israelites. They are going to serve God. And because they're going to serve God, God is about to do great things. Let's read together our reading for today, 1 Kings chapter 18. In that picture in mind, post-victory, watch what it says of Elijah. And Elijah said to Ahab, go, eat and drink, for there is the sound of heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Carmel, bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. Go and look toward the sea, he told his servant. And he went up and looked. There is nothing, he said. Seven times Elijah said, go back. The seventh time the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot, bro, and go down before that rain stops you. Oh, I just love this. Uh, Elijah, he, he, he goes up to the, to the Mount of, of Carmel, and he says, he says to Ahab, I hear the sound of heavy rain. I hear the sound of heavy rain. Now, there ain't no rain happening. There is no sound of heavy rain. But he feels in his spirit something shifting. He confesses in faith something in the supernatural is shifting me to believe it's going to affect the natural. Oh, I just love faith people because faith people are always talking about things that nobody else can see, nobody else can hear, nobody else can have because he says, I hear the sound of a heavy rain and everybody else is like, yo, I seen you do the whole thing with the prophets and all that when you killed them and all that, so I ain't going to question you because you mad powerful, but bro, I don't hear nothing. Like you ever be with somebody like, do you hear that? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in your head, you're like, you, you crazy. I don't hear nothing, bro. Do you hear that? Elijah goes, I hear the sound of heavy rain. And everybody's like, yeah. You don't hear nothing. So they go up to, to, to the top of Mount Carmel and watch the, the posture of prayer. See, I think that one of the things that God's teaching Zoe this year is the different postures of prayer. Let me, just, let me just show you an image. Put up the image of the different postures. Sometimes prayer looks like laying down. Sometimes prayer looks like kneeling. Sometimes prayer looks like walking. It's the different postures of prayer. And here comes Elijah on the top of Mount Carmel. He's already sensing something. He's already confessing something. He's already feeling God about to do it. But he gets up to the mountain and he puts his head, head between his knees. This is like spiritual yoga. I couldn't even do this posture of prayer. I'm more of a kneel guy. Even when I kneel, I'm like, oh, God, I love you, but my back. God, I love to pray, but can we walk again? He is in the posture of prayer, and as he's praying with his head between his knees, as he's crying out to God, he says to his servant, go up there and, and go, go see. And the servant comes back, and he says, sir, I love you. 
There is nothing. There is nothing. I want to talk today, write down the title of today's message. It's called Prayer Is This. Prayer is ask, watch, wait, repeat. Prayer is ask, watch, wait, repeat. It is called the cycle of prayer. The cycle of prayer is ask, watch, wait, repeat. Ask, watch, wait, repeat. Repeat. This is the cycle of prayer. And if we're going to get good at going to God, we've got to be okay with the cycle called prayer that we're going to ask God. We're going to wait on God, we're going to watch Him move, and we're going to keep on repeating until we see what God has promised in our lives. I don't know what you're going through today, but I just, I, I, I got to speak to some people that feel like God didn't show up right away. How come I didn't see the fire? How come I didn't see the breakthrough? How come, he, he did it one time where He just showed up, and now I've been praying for this thing for 10 years. Now, I've been praying for this thing for five years. I've been asking God for five months. How come I'm not seeing it? Because it's called the cycle of prayer. The cycle of prayers. I ask God, and then I just watch for it, and then I wait on God, and then I keep on praying, and I keep on seeking, and I keep on knocking, and I keep on letting God be God, and I am man. He's in control. I am not. I am in the posture and the position of prayer. God will do the rest. The same man that called for the drought is the same man that called for the rain. The same man that sought God for immediacy is the same God that is waiting on God. He gets up to the Mount of Carmel and his hands are, his head is between his knees and he says to the servant and the servant's like, uh, uh, sir, I don't, I don't know how to tell you, but there is nothing. Have you ever been through a there is nothing season? You ever gone to God and been like, God, I know you called me to this. I know you promised this. I know you're for me. And there is nothing. Just want to encourage you. If you don't see nothing, that doesn't mean God's not in it. If you don't see nothing, it doesn't mean God's a liar. If you don't see nothing, it doesn't mean God changed his mind. I hear the sound of heavy rain. Doesn't mean I see it yet. I can hear it. What do you hear God speaking over your life and over your church and over your community and over this nation? Don't go by what you see. Go by what you hear. Somebody thank God today that the Bible says faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. What is God speaking to you today? Because just because you don't see it doesn't mean you can't have it. There is nothing. There is nothing. There is nothing. Maybe you feel like that in your cupboards. There's nothing in the cupboards. Maybe you feel like there is that, like that in your friendships. There's nothing in this community. Maybe you feel like that with opportunity. There's no opportunity for me. Maybe you feel like that in your workplace. There's nothing here. No, no, no. Just because you don't see it right now doesn't mean that God changed his mind. You got to keep on waiting and keep on seeking and keep on asking. It's called the cycle of prayer. Ask, watch, wait. Servant comes back, he's like, dang, I don't, I don't like talking to Elijah like this. He's, you know, he's, he's mad powerful. He's like a guy that, you know, like calls down fire and stuff. His servant comes back, he's like, uh, I bet you he's like a no con eye contact servant. You know what I'm talking about? Like when people talk to people in authority and they're like, um, sir, how you, um, so, whew, um, yeah, uh, man, I went. Um, there is, there is, Elijah is teaching us how to pray. And Elijah says to the servant, he says, all right, go again. 
I think the reason why a lot of us don't see God move in our life is that we're not willing to go again. We, 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 we hear the, there's nothing, and we go, oh, yeah, my bad. I, I, should, I'm, I, I shouldn't have prayed for that. I shouldn't have asked for that. I, I, I'm not deserving. I, I misheard. I, I thought I heard the sound of rain. I, I'm, uh, who am I? I'm not, I can't. No, no, no. He says, go again. Go again. And he sent him seven times. Stop stopping at two. Stop quitting at four. Stop letting the enemy win at six. Go again seven times. Go again. The servant comes back. He's like, um, don't I tell you it again? There is nothing. Go again. Okay. Um, still nothing. Go again. Go again. Go again. Keep asking. Keep seeking. Keep knocking. Keep praying. Keep believing. Stay in faith. Stay in courage. Stir up your faith. Believe God. Go again. Maybe God is just asking you in 2020 to go again. Maybe it's a go again season. Maybe it's a go again year. Maybe you're like, no, 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 there's nothing. Yeah, yeah, but God is still on the throne, and God is still in control, and God is still really good, and God still promised heavy rain. Come on, somebody thank him today that just because there is nothing doesn't mean he hasn't invited me to come and seek him and believe him. And so many of us are so afraid of rejection. We fear rejection. And we take the lack of immediacy as rejection from God. God is not rejecting you. His timing is perfect. His promises are true. He is for you and he is with you. And we've got to get out of this mindset that's like, oh, because there's nothing, I, I, I can't go again. Elijah's got his head down in between his knees and he's like in the posture of prayer. And he's like, go again, go again. I know what I heard. I heard God. Listen, listen, go with your gut. Go with your discerner. You know that you know that you know that God spoke to you. You know that you know that you know something's going on. You know that you know that you know you're supposed to get in business. You're supposed to start this book. You're supposed to start this deal you're supposed to be with this person you're supposed to start this relationship you're supposed to move this way you're supposed to do this thing you know that you know God God spoke to you God gave you a word I hear the sound of heavy rain nobody else can hear it but you can God didn't speak to them he spoke to you and so just because there's nothing going on doesn't mean that God's not up to something it's called the cycle of prayer ask Watch, wait. What posture of prayer will you choose? How will you wait on the timing of God in your life? Elijah chose a yoga position that I cannot redo. I'm not flexible. Old people problems. He puts his head between his knees. Elijah is undeterred by the fact that last time he prayed, it happened like this. And this time it's taken seven trees. Go again. Go again. Go again. Can you keep knocking on the same door? Can you keep turning to the same source? God is not a man that he would turn you away. He's a good father. Go again. Go again. Go again. Stop. Quit. Some of us, we quit two times, maybe two times most. I got to know twice. Okay, I'm out. And then our life unravels because you're supposed to be in the will of God. But you got to know twice that turned you away. I stopped praying, you know, because he promised me something and then like it never showed up. Yeah, because you got to go again. 
you got to go again, and you got to go again, and you got to go again, and you got to go again. I love Elijah. Elijah's like, he's just praying. He's just a praying man. He's, a, he's It's the power of prayer. And he's praying. He's praying. He's like, I know that we. I, I brought on the drought. I, I, pro- I prophesied it. God, you answered my prayer. It's been three years. I, I know. I know that rain's coming. I know that we're turning. I know God, you're doing something good here. I know something is shifting. I hear the sound of heavy rain. I'm, I know I heard what I heard. Go again, man. Go again. Go. And the seventh time he comes back and watch what it says. The, 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 the servant comes back. He's so excited. Listen to the servant. He says, and and then the seventh time the servant reported a cloud, as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea something is rising something i don't know what it is sir i don't know what's going on but it's the size of a man's hand now some of us we we get so distracted because we think god promised one thing it's going to show up with clouds and thunder and windstorm and rain and it's just going to happen no god always starts small something is rising in your home something is rising in your life it might be the size of a man's hand but anything great always started small I want to encourage you, don't despise the day of small beginnings. Just because something started small doesn't mean it can grow into something big. He said, go again, man. The servant came back. He's like, whoa. He's good. Elijah's good. Sir. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you when you're praying, sir. I need, um, but you, I, I'm doing your work. Hey, sir. Hey, hey, hey. I seen something. Elijah's in his, in his head like, I know you've seen something. That's why I keep sending you. Because I'm not double-minded. I, the reason why I keep sending you, I know we're going to see something. He said, something is rising. What's rising in your life right now? What's rising up inside of you? Maybe it's more courage. Maybe it's more faith. Maybe it's more belief. Maybe it's more confidence. It, it, it's the size of a man's hand. Don't despise the fact that God always starts things small in fact Elijah knows how God works so much (laughs) the servant's like I see something rising it's as small as a man's hand he didn't have to say that he could have been like sir prophet amazing man of God you are right something's going on it's amazing but he was like sir I see something rising the size of a man's hand and Elijah goes okay go tell Ahab to get his chariot ready that he doesn't get overwhelmed by the rain because I know how God works he always starts small and then he grows the faith and grows by grace something that is supernatural somebody thank God right now I know that I hear the sound of heavy rain I know I'm about to see heavy rain clap if you know that God is for you God is with you and I just got to go through the patience of the cycle of prayer I got to go through the steps of prayer and just believe that I know God spoke to me and so I am going to go again and I am going to see something rise in my life what's rising in your world today what's starting in your heart today what is it that God's starting to build and God's starting to grow it might be just the size maybe it's freedom maybe you're about to get freedom from that addiction it's only the size of a man's hand but something's about to grow in your life maybe you're like you know what compassion and empathy is growing for my country it's the size of a man's hand but I feel God doing something bigger in my life maybe it's generosity maybe you've never given big maybe you don't know how to be a generous it's the size maybe it's just a little 
little something. But listen, Jesus said you only have to have faith the size of a mustard seed for the impossible to happen. So God always uses small things to open up big things. It's the size of a man's hand, but something's about to explode in your life. Elijah knew it, didn't he? He goes, you go tell Ahab, you better, you better get your chariots ready because that, oh, that rain's about to overwhelm you. And when it rained, it poured. I want to tell you that God is doing something in your life. You can hear the sound of it. That heaven is speaking. He's echoing great things on the inside of you. Don't be deterred because you don't see anything. Right? There's nothing right now. Keep going. Keep going again. Keep going again because they're going to see something. It might start small, but it's going to grow big. And I believe God is going to do something great in your life. So let me give you a few things to encourage you today. Write down number one today. It's okay to keep praying. I want to give you a pass. You ever, you ever go to Disneyland? You're from outside of state or outside of, the, uh, of our country. When you come to L.A., you come into Zoe, and we're going to Disneyland. And we're going to get churros in Jesus' name. Because that is what God has. He has churros and lemonades at Disneyland. You ever get one of these fast passes? If you're with people that are smart at Disneyland, they, they go and they get these fast passes. And we get all these fast passes ready. And so we have a pass to go to the front of the line and to ride the, the ride while everybody's waiting for an hour and a half. We're just riding that thing. I want to give you a pass today in prayer. Just, it's okay to keep praying. It's okay. You're like, oh, it didn't happen right away. That's all right. Keep praying. Keep praying for that prodigal son to come home. Maybe you're like, you're a mother that's praying for a son or a daughter that has left the faith and left your family. Keep praying. Maybe you got sickness in your home. Maybe you've gone through cancer and a battle with it for de a decade. It's all right. Keep praying. Maybe you're single and you're like, I'm discouraged and I'm frustrated. And I'm upset. That's all right. Keep praying. Just keep praying. Maybe you're going through things with your, yourself and you're like, I'm frustrated myself. I can't change. I can't grow. That's all right. Just keep praying it's okay to keep praying we live in this culture it's like we want it right now we want everything right now it's like the other day i was in the drive-through starbucks line and, and, and i was i was with my kids in line and i was getting so frustrated and so mad because it wasn't fast and i'm like i'm in the drive-through it's supposed to be fast and i was like getting mad my kids are like are you okay and i'm like shut up bacon gouda i'm like i need one my kids are like, are we good? And I'm like, we're fine, but we're not. It's not happening fast enough. Why do we go to God and be like, God, we need it right now? Sometimes God is going to show up right here and right now. Sometimes it might take five years. Can you go through the cycle of prayer? It's okay to keep on seeking and keep on asking and keep on knocking and keep on believing. I know you don't see anything, but go again. Oh, I love this scripture right here. Matthew 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. I just want to remind some people today that just because you asked once and you feel like you got a no doesn't mean you got one. Just because you saw it and you didn't find it right away. Elijah's like, no, 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 keep going, keep going, keep going. What would happen in your life if you lived a life that just keeps on going? Keeps praying and keeps asking. Like, I don't see it yet, but I know God's good and I know God's for me. And I'm just going to keep asking. Write down that dream. It was amazing. Ju Julia, yesterday we were cleaning out our, our bedroom and she found her 2020 board. Remember before the pandemic, we had goals this year? And she put it up on our, on our, on our dresser and it was her 2020 board. I was looking at it this morning 
And we, I just kind of smiling, looking at 2020, like, wow, we really started ambitious. We really started thinking we were going to do something. Joke's on us. She's got, like, her physical goals and her financial goals and who she wants to be and what she wants to. I almost brought it as a prop, but she's out of town today, and I would have got killed. <laughs> I'm going to show you her intimate goals. <laughs> but I was thinking, you know, what if, what if you made some goals of 2020 and you didn't get them? What if you made some goals in your life, you're like, 2020 was terrible, and 2020, God didn't come through? Well, maybe you didn't answer it this year. What about next year? It's okay to keep on asking. I'm going to give you permission to be like my son, Winston, and just keep asking. <laughs> Dad, can I have this? No, you can't have it. Dad, can I have this? I'm like, bro, I already told you no. Dad, can I have this? My man is three times now. Dad, can I have it? Yep, for sure. You're good. <laughs> I don't ever want to listen to that question ever again. You can absolutely have it. In fact, I have two of them. It's okay to keep asking. You're in relationship with your father. Your father who is in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. God, I just, I'm asking for healing. He wants you to be healed. God, I'm asking for provision. God wants you to have no lack. God, I'm asking for a relationship. God wants you in community. When you pray in alignment with his will, God already wants this stuff for you. Elijah's got his head down. He's like, God, we need rain. And God's probably up in heaven be like, yeah, I can see. Y'all been in a drought for three years. God, can you please, can you please let it rain? I heard in my spirit the sound of heavy rain. God, can you start? Can we, we need a cloud. We need a cloud. Some of you need something in your life. You need God to move. Elijah's desperate here. He's like, we need, we, 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 got, we got animals dying. We got, a, we got all, 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 all of our agriculture's gone down. Our, our whole city, we're, we're in a drought. We're, we're, we're in desperation mode here, God. It's been three years. God, please come and show up. Go again. Go again. It's okay to keep asking. It's okay to get desperate before God. Oh, I love that story about Jesus. He tells about this judge. And this person keeps coming up and keep coming up and to keep asking and keep asking. And Jesus is like, listen, this judge is from the world and wicked. How much more will your father, who is the greater judge, listen to your prayers? You got to know that God is listening to your every whimper. He is listening to your every request. There's nothing you're praying that God's not listening to you. And so when God wants to move in your life, he does it in his time. It's okay to keep praying. Write down number two today. I love this. Lift up your requests. Just lift it up. Bible says we cast our cares on God because we know God cares for us. So the reason why I bring requests is because I know he's listening and he wants to do something about my burdens, my problems, my issues, stuff that's bogging me down. I lift up my requests. I don't speak down my requests. The power's not down there. The power's in heaven. The power's in God. I'm going to a superhero. He is a savior. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the, the earth is the Lord's and everything that's in it. I'm going to the God man. I'm going to the maker of heaven and earth. I'm going to somebody that can do something about my requests. I love growing up in church. My dad's a pastor. And people in the church, he's complaining to my dad growing up. People come over to our house for dinner. I thought we were just going to have dinner. And people come over with an agenda to my father. Uh, Pastor, while I got you here, I just want to bring up some things in the scene in the church. And I want to talk to you about the worship. I want to talk to you about the length of the service. And they're listen, they're going to somebody that can do something about it. 
Don't bring your requests to your friends. Bring your requests to your God. Don't bring your complaints to somebody that can do nothing about it. Twitter can do nothing about your problems. Facebook and Instagram can help you in no shape or form. But God who is listening can actually come and start a rain if you need a rain or a fire if you need a fire or a miracle if you need a miracle. What do you need today? God has everything you need. Oh, I love this psalm. Read this in Psalm 141. I call to you, Lord. Come quickly to me. Hear me when I call to you. My, may my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting up my hands be like the evening sacrifice. You know that God actually, he, he can smell in your prayers. It's like incense before the Lord. It's like incense before, it's a sweet aroma. It's a sweet smell. The other day I walked into a hotel lobby and I was like... I was with Roman and Erica, and I was like, gosh, I love the smell of this lobby. And they go, you know why you like the smell of this lobby? It's because that's the smell that we ripped off from this hotel, and we put it at Zoe. That's Zoe's smell. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You're right. You ever smell something so good you can't get enough? Just like, oh, so good. What is that, Santel? Is that Santel? I love that smell. When you pray, it is like sweet incense before the Lord. He can't get enough of your prayers. Most of us think, you know, like you get, you get two requests. Make your request and then you got to go. You are allowed one request a year. This is your 2020 board. You make one request physically, financially, emotionally, relationally, spiritually. One each. God does not limit your requests. Pour out your heart like water before the Lord. It is a sweet aroma to our Father. When you pray and you seek God, God's like, oh, I can't get enough of hearing from my children. What's on your mind? What's on your heart? What's stressing you out? What are your anxieties? Don't worry about anything. Pray to me about everything. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. This is the cycle of prayer where we are going to ask, we are going to watch, and we are going to wait, and we're just going to keep repeating. And we're going to keep letting our requests. Write down the third thing. Worship team, you can come join me. Don't quit until you get a no. Don't quit until you get a no. Now, I want to just make sure that our church understands that we are not masters of manipulation in prayer. Because Elijah says, I hear the sound of heavy rain. Some of you right now need to go with your gut. I hear, I hear God saying this. I, I've just sensed it in my spirit. I know that I know something's off here. Something's good. Something, I need to be in this church. I need to, I need to be a part of this community. I need to start a watch party. I, I hear the sound of heavy rain. How come you can hear the sound of something when there is nothing going on? It's called the spirit of the living God. He's talking to you. He's speaking to you. It's called a prophetic edge. you got a prophetic edge about your life. God's showing you the future before you can actually walk in it. I hear the sound of heavy rain. I hear the sound. I hear the sound of it. I hear the sound of it. He goes up to, the, to, to Carmel, and he sends the servant. He says, go, 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 go. Go, go, see if you can see something. The servant's like, I, um, sir, I don't, I don't see nothing. That's all right. That's all right. Go again. Go again. Oh, sir, I, I don't see anything. Go again. Go again. Go again. Oh, 
thank you, God. I know I hear the sound of it. I know you're good. I know you promised it. I know you spoke to me. I know you're for these people. I know Elijah always prayed for the people. His prayers were never for himself. He was always praying for the nation of Israel. God, I, I know that you're good. I know you're, God, I'm just seeking you. I'm, I'm, I, listen, Elijah prayed until he saw the hand because God had promised him he was about to do something. But listen, we do not keep praying if God says no. If God says no, I need you to be big enough and trusting enough to say, you know what, I was asking and I was watching and waiting. And I don't know why, but God said no. And I'm all right with it. I'm okay with the no of heaven. I'm not going to keep forcing an issue. I'm not going to keep asking for something God clearly said no to. If he says no, then it's like, God, not your will be done. Not my will be done, but your will be done. Oh, I love, I love Paul. Watch what Paul says, 2 Corinthians 12. Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was giving a thorn in my flesh. A messenger from Satan to torment me, torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Three times God was like, nope, I'm not taking this away. Nope, you're going to walk with that thing. Nope, my grace is powerful. I'm not going to move your neighbor. I'm not going to change your spouse. I'm not going to make these kids go away. I'm not going to ask you to leave this occupation. I'm not moving you from geography, even though the state tax is mad crazy. No, you're going to stay here. If God says no, then it's a no. Oh, I love Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. He brings the disciples to this garden the night he was betrayed. He brings the disciples to a certain place. Hold on just one second. He brings the disciples to a certain place. He's like, y'all wait here. He goes away and he starts to pray and he seeks God. He comes back. They're asleep. He's proving to some, something to us about prayer. Every time he comes back, they're asleep. He says this, because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Come on, Zoe. We're not just getting a willing spirit. We're getting the posture of prayer to strengthen ourselves. We're getting prayer at 6 a.m. We're getting prayer about everything cards. We're getting our flesh in alignment with our spirit. We're not going to be ruled by the flesh, controlled by the flesh, a slave to the flesh. We're going to be, oh, 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 we're going to be in control by the spirit of God. Every time he goes away and he prays, he's praying. He's praying by himself. He's praying. He comes back and they're, 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 they fall asleep. He's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, guys. Can, can you not pray one hour? Can you not pray with me, man? Come on, pray. I need you to pray. Three times he does this. Watch what it says on the third time. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered in the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. A third time he went away and asked God, God, I don't want to do this. I do not want to do this. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will. And God said no to his son's request. Jesus accepted the no from heaven, can you? If God says no, I leave it. He didn't go back a fourth or a fifth. The, the messenger was sent seven times because Elijah knew God spoke something to him. Jesus went three times and stopped because he knew this is God's will. You got to discern and decipher. Do I keep on going in the cycle where I ask, watch, and wait because God spoke something to me? Or is it time for me to bail and just say, I'm not going to manipulate God into my plan? It's not about your plan. It's about his plan. 
It's not about your posture that's some formula. No, it's about our attitude in prayer. It's about our heart in prayer. It's about our submission to God. It's about God saying, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Come on, clap in your house. Clap in your chat. And thank God it is all about you. I don't know what you're up against. I don't know what you're going through. But I just want to tell you that you can hear the sound of God about to move in your life. Maybe it's the sound of heavy rain. Whatever heavy rain is in your home, whatever heavy rain is in your heart, just because you don't see the cloud and you don't feel the rain hitting your face today doesn't mean God's a liar and doesn't mean God has changed his mind. And if God hasn't given you a no, and, and, and respectfully, if God gave you a no, come on, it's time to move on. God said no to that person, it's time to move on. God said no to that opportunity. Don't, don't try and figure out, well, God, maybe God said no because of this and that. And... No, just don't even try. Just God said no. The worst thing is when my kids are like, why? Why, Dad? How come I can't? I'm like, because I am your father. Just trust God. Like, God, I don't know why you said no, but I trust you. I know you have a better plan. I know you got something bigger for me. I know that if you said no to this, you're saying yes to something else, and I just trust you. I live not for my own agenda. I live for your will. I've surrendered, God. You're in control. I am not. I submit to you. I love you, Jesus. God said no. It's like, all right, easy. But if he hasn't, could you go again? Could you go again? Keep seeking. Keep asking. Prayer is ask, watch, wait, repeat. Ask, watch, wait, repeat. We're going to keep on praying. Maybe you like prayer walks. Awesome. Maybe you like Elijah's prayer posture. Awesome. Maybe you like laying down in prayer. Whatever it is, I, I, I really don't care the posture. It is not about the position or the posture. It is about the attitude of our heart saying, God, we turn to you because you're big and you're awesome and you're good. And if you want to answer like fire, like right away, cool. But if you want to wait, I'm, I'm good either way. It's about my relationship with you, not my agenda with you. Shaping me your kingdom, shaping me your will. Amen to that. Jesus, we thank you right now for Zoe. 